podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix. And it's lights out and away we go. We are the green, green, green. This for my kids. What a start, man. We said last week, we literally said last week, we need to do the intro, the out, what is it, the behind the scenes? And Mahad jumps in with a mic check the moment we go live. Thank you, bro. Anyway, let me get started. Welcome to a brand new episode of Pit Stop Fracker. I am your host, Anik. Today, we're going to be going through the final three manufacturers, not manufacturers, F1 teams, Um and what we think they're going to do for the upcoming season. We're going to be looking at Mercedes. We're going to be looking at Red Bull. We're going to be looking at Ferrari. And I'm joined by Mahad, Chris and Martin. Mahad, let me come to you first. Mic check. You're right. Can you guys hear me? Hello, everybody. I can hear you clear. Um, yeah, I'm all good, man. Uh, this is the final preview podcast. The season's upon us soon. Real soon. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to have a chat about the big boys today. Brother, I can't wait, man. I can't wait for a new season to start. I'm excited. Chris, how's it going? Well, it's all good here. Good here. Thank you. Um, how how are you, Yannick? Thank you. Thanks for asking. My, my head forgot to ask me how I'm doing, but yeah, it's fine. I'm doing well, man. Don't guess. I'm doing no. well. I'm doing well. Do? I can't wait. You know what? You know what it is, Chris? I'm going to win this year. I don't care. One of my two teams will win this year. That's how supremely confident I am and excited I am for this season. So yeah, look, I'm here to I'm here to talk about, I'm here to get your thoughts on it. And as the host, I must remain impartial, as impartial as possible. Martin, how are you doing? Yo, um I'm all right. Not too bad. Yeah. What well, Arteta like getting you upset, man. yeah? Huh? What's it, like Arteta getting you upset? <laughs> no, 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 I'm good man. I'm good. I'm good. Just chilling in it, man. Did you feel hard done by when it comes to VAR and offside decision? Is that why you're a bit upset? No. It doesn't affect the top four race at all. We're still in a good position. Top four. Well, <laughs> top four. Anyway, this is a Formula One podcast. Yes, it is this, a Formula One podcast. This is now anyway. So like, right. I just can't help it. I can't help it. I can't help it. Anyway, before we get stuck into things, um, if you haven't already, make sure you follow us on Twitter at pit.fracker, also on Instagram at pit.fracker. If you're listening back to this on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating and don't forget to leave a review. Same goes for Spotify. And last but not least, if you're watching this back on the YouTube, please make sure you like, subscribe. We're getting clips out during the week. So, yeah, please make sure, you know, you're engaging. You're leaving us a comment. It all helps with the algorithm and it helps us get content to you, content out to you over the upcoming season. Whew! All the housekeeping out of the way. Um, let's start with Mercedes then. So, Martin, 15th of February, you know, they're going to launch their car. We, we know already about, about the colours. They're going to go for, for the red, silver and black theme this year. Um, it's a big season for Mercedes, bro. Big, big season for them. How are you feeling? I spoke to Lewis and this is what he told me. 
see the background. I want you to put the word out there that we back up. <laughs> you didn't quite you didn't quite center it properly, but so I mean, but yeah, that's fine. what I spoke to Lewis and that's what Lewis said said to me. Is it? Yeah. You know I don't know about the said... other I don't know about the other you, but me and Lewis, we're good. We're good this year. But but Lewis last year said that my team don't get it wrong. Huh? Lewis also said last year that my team don't get it wrong. I mean But they didn't get it wrong because I mean you can't win every year. I mean we all know that, innit? And they didn't get it wrong because the the best place finish was a second place in Brazil. So they got it right. They got podiums. But they came P3. They came P3 in the constructors and, and, and they exactly. were way off. Still top Red three. Ball. And they got multiple podiums. That's it. Okay. P2 highest position. I think that's good. It's a decent, <laughs> it's decent, isn't it? But you started off the season. You know, half a second behind Red Bull and Ferrari. Do, is is it, honestly? Do you think this is something that's going to happen this year, starting off the season on the back foot? I don't, no, of course not. Because um, when you start off half a second behind and you've made developments to the point where your car is almost in a race-winning position, I mean, if it wasn't for a certain man's teammate, they probably could have got a race win last season. But certain my way to be a bit uh, selfish in during the races, but it's okay. We move. Um, but yeah, so the OC Mercedes didn't quite get that race when they wanted last season. But I, I, I is... mean, I mean, I mean, Mercedes did get the race win. Lewis didn't get the race win. So yeah, I, I don't know what you're talking about. The Mercedes didn't get a race win last season. Is is that true? You 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 call that yeah, Chris? No no race win for Mercedes. Look, I'm going to let him cook, yeah. He can say his thing. I'm going to let him cook. Look, they got a race win. I know he doesn't acknowledge George. Listen, I'm not acknowledging nobody that isn't black. It's Black History Month in America, yeah? And I'm celebrating as well. So I'm not acknowledging hey, whatever I, I happened. I don't acknowledge Black History Month that only last 28 days, bruv. Give me 31. I'm not being short-changed of days Black History Month. I celebrate it in May. In, was it, is it June in Canada or something like that? I celebrate in October in UK and I celebrate in February in, in America. It's Black History Month all, all the way through. Oh yeah, we know it's Black History Month all the time, but you just, just, I just don't like the man to unit for 28 days, but that's another issue that. Wait, wait, but no, wait, as wait. I said, Mercedes got to a point, yeah, um, where, yeah, they got a race win. Um, and the car was fast. The car was almost challenging in the latter stages of the um, season. So, of course, they're not. No one's really going to be able to make that many gains on the engine. I know Ferrari and Merck have been saying they've been allowed to get some things out of the engine, but in terms of being half a second off the pace, I don't see that. Not when you're finishing the season, maybe what almost a tenth, a tenth and a half off the pace. I think. That's all they really got to do. I don't see... I mean, I know Newey probably will come up with some type of new concept that no one's ever thought of. And they'll probably put like maybe another six tenths on everybody. But as I said, if that happens, then we're deleting the whole season. Because what's the point? Mahad, let me come to you for a quick question then. Um, So Mercedes did make gains as the season went on. But... Could there be the suggestion there that Red Bull probably just took their foot off the gas, no pun intended, and um, look forward to 2023, which probably allowed Mercedes to close the gap? Um, I don't think there's take your foot off the gas with uh, Red Bull. I think it's just full throttle all the time. So you could see how demanding they were even for wins later on in the season when it seemed like it was already wrapped up. So uh, obviously their focus must have shifted over to 2023, uh, especially um, when the ruling came out that they have reduced wind tunnel time, reduced CFD. Um, with Mercedes, however, I think their whole situation of not really understanding their car at the beginning and having all those issues with the porpoising uh, kind of left them on the back foot because they couldn't, they had to solve those issues before they could actually start thinking about going faster. They had to solve the mm-hmm. fundamentals first. And the regulations hasn't changed drastically this year. 
it was all about building a stable platform to move over to next year. Obviously, Red Bull has that stable platform in their car. The fact that Mercedes got there in the end and have a kind of stable platform and they have a race-winning car, they've won a race, um, have more wind tunnel time than Red Bull and um, and Ferrari, they can kind of build on that. Um, obviously, would they be faster than Red Bull initially? Who knows? Um, but I think... If they've resolved the issues of last year, it did look scarier on the last race last year as well uh, with Mercedes because they kind of like they looked really good at Interlagos and then uh, they kind of took a step back in uh, AD. But if they can build on that platform and use that CFD and wind tunnel time wisely, use that to their advantage, they can have a car that can compete. So I wouldn't be too worried if I'm a Mercedes fan. Fair enough. They also made one uh, big announcement. During, during the off-season. Uh, Mick Schumacher. How much of him are we going to see in that Mercedes, uh, Chris? So, for for context, he, he was announced as a reserve driver. So, yeah, Chris, explain to us what, what you can add to, to Mercedes over the course of the season. Are we going to see much of him in the Mercedes? You're going to see him wearing the T-shirts hanging around. His work is just going to be done in the background, you know, doing all the simulator stuff. Like, <clears throat> if the car is cooking... And Lewis doesn't have to be in the simulator. Mick will be in the simulator. So it would be like, you know how last year Lewis sent George to the simulator every weekend? Like he wasn't allowed to go hang out with his friends. It was, <laughs> you're going into the simulator to do whatever. That's Mick's job this season. He's basically going to drive the simulator and learn from the, um, learn from the rest. So that's his job this season. Simulator work and learn from the other two and take any information from the other two. So we're not really. We're just going to see him around. His face will be around in the paddock. You know, when you're looking for you a, a race drive, you want to be in the paddock. Sick. Makes me sick. I, I, you, you're you hate his dad. You don't hate him. You hate his dad. You no. You're spewing false narrative because you're talking about Lewis was in the simulator like every week, bro. They even said it. The amount of times you're saying. So what? You, so what? What was George doing? He, he wasn't, wasn't doing nothing, bro. George was out here taking pictures like he's one influencer. No, no, no. He, remember when George took a picture and said, what no, are you no, doing no, out no. of the simulator? Bruv, he, they were both in there working. But is he man doing Lewis, photo Lewis, ops in the simulator? He's an influencer. He's an influencer, Lewis did the carry job. Part-time driver. Lewis did the carry job. I'm not disputing that. But saying that man was just... Listen, my guy built that car, yeah, with his bare hands. I just want he everyone to know that, that. Car. he built that car. He no, don't say that because the car shit. Don't say that. Don't say that. Uh, that, that no, the car that finished the, the season, in it, not the car that started the season. He had to do what's who's that guy they just fired the other day? Um, oh, James Bowles. James, yeah, James ABC. Did they, they fire him? him? Of course they fired <laughs> him, bro. He's job. He got he got a team principal job. That's not fired. But they fired him. Well, he's using Mercedes as a stepping stone. Who sends someone away? Yeah. And does not put them on guard and leave. I don't care if you're going to Williams, yeah. You still, if you're coming from a top team, everyone puts their top teams, um, their top guys on guard and leave. So you at least give them like that that um space where you're like, that- all right, cool. I mean, Seidel's a bit different because he's obviously gone into the CEO position. But this guy is literally your main guy is meant to design your car, and you're shipping him over to Williams, and you don't even care what he's going to do because you know he's useless. And it's not just, and yeah, as you said, it might be just going to Williams, but he's still a useless guy. That team's going to be more useless than it was at the start of the season. But mine, you said... They might as well have no team principle. I'll be real with you. Okay, but mine, you said, put the word out there that we back up. So Yeah, exactly. That's what Lewis told me. Okay. He told you that. He told you. Okay, so let's say if the second or third race, you start seeing sensors on the car, the same way Lewis was was carrying a sensor in Australia, how are you going to feel? I wouldn't be watching by then because yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't know. That's it, season done, yeah? <laughs> I, I told you, mate, if Max was the first two races, I'm done. I'm not watching it. God forbid he would. I'm not flying to Bahrain yet to watch Max Verstappen win a race. I'm not do, I can't do it. I can't do it. No, 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 no. I need, I need, I need a miss. To be fair, Marks, I think you need to agree with me this. We need a George win because the first person no, who wins a race always no, loses the championship. No. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It was like no. Chris is trying to use F1 heritage. 
<laughs> against his own driver. I said no, not in Black History Month. No, it'll be March. It'll be Black History Month in Korea in um uh in March. So no. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> there's no, there's no black people in Korea. Exactly, oh, but they still man. they still respect the culture, so they have Black History Month there. I'm sure we black history. Actually, no, we're not going into much. this yet because that's how I get cancelled. Yeah, just move on, move on, move on. Um, we're on YouTube, like, edit it out. We might, um, we might see the first incidents of uh, somebody crashing a simulator. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's what yeah, they yeah, better get insurance on that motherfucker. They need insurance. They need insurance, man. Um. So one of the key things that was. Um, highlighted last year was with Mercedes's car was the zero side pod or the zero pod concept. Do you guys think they're going to stick with that this year? There's a strong suggestion that they will. They have to. Wrong and strong, is it? Or not believe wrong, it's not wrong, is it, though, Anik? You oh, lost the bet. God. Remember that? The bet is irrelevant. Okay. No, the you bet lost is the irrelevant. bet. So... Listen, Listen, unless you want to go, was, unless you want to go double, don't bring me into this. Don't bring it. Don't be, I, no, I'm because you had a lot. You had a lot to I'll say, double, but it's obviously making gains. It's made the it's, gains. They were nowhere. The Mercedes. If it wasn't was for, if it wasn't for a certain driver's selfishness, it would have two race wins. But a certain amount of too selfish, and yeah, that's why they only end up with one race win. Okay. Which we do not. So they're going to go. Okay. So are you happy with another just one race win then next year? You'd be happy. No, but no, as I said, the proof of concept is right. That one race win proved it. So okay. the concept is right. If you can, you and you're making gains on it. If it improves, then you're um, you're and obviously you're just going to keep on improving on it if that's what your focus is on. So they've been improving on it since what August. They probably started on the 2023 car. So can't. it's obviously going to get better. You can't, can't say oh it's wrong and strong when the concept is already proven through upgrades that it. It's working so that they've been challenging Martin, in the last few races of the season. So they, your your little theory is wrong. No, no, little theory. Like is you were wrong and, last year. No, no. So you no, were no, 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 no. I wasn't wrong. No, no, I wasn't wrong last year. I, but I you lost were wrong bet. because you said they weren't the going to get a race win. I, I, I lost the bet. You were wrong. Was, you, you did you I, did you or did you not say they would not get a race win? I, I did say that. Yeah, exactly. That. So and you're wrong. Did, and they did get a race win. And they did get a race win. So you were wrong. Dispute that. So uh, you were wrong. On the I was I lost the so bet. So you were wrong. I lost the bet. I lost the no, bet. But no, if you, you put say if I you was put wrong. The, if, you, if you put your Mercedes hat on, okay, and when you in 2021 finish top of the constructors, okay, and then come back next year with only one race race win, that is completely wrong. That's a fail. That's like a disqualification. No, it's not. Like because I didn't even know. If you're and, bringing in and, a whole new no, if you're bringing in a whole new proof of concept or different, completely new concept in cars, you can't say that because then that's like saying what Red Bull did from twenty um, thirteen to fourteen was a complete failure. No, it wasn't. It's a completely new concept. Okay. You, you can't so, say that at all. Okay. But, okay, and but Red, Bull, Red, Bull, Red Bull would also right, tell you... Red Bull were able to develop their car within, what, three seasons? They were able to get a race win. And within four seasons, they were able to get a championship. I'm not but, saying... what Maybe, yeah, Red Bull um, had... Um, they took a long time. But it doesn't mean Mercedes is going to take uh, seven years to win a championship. Mercedes could do it in three or four years. That doesn't mean they have to win it. If you're, making, if, you're no. making gradu- if you're making gradual steps with a concept, then why is working? It means it's They're working. Gradual steps. It's they trust the process. If Arsenal they fired look, Arteta two cool. years ago, like I wanted them to do, we wouldn't be top of the league right now, would we? Yeah. And then exactly. you wouldn't be complaining. So it's well. a proof of concept. There's proof of concept right okay. there. Uh, the, the proof of concepts all well and good, but even if you go to Christian Horner in 2014, he will still tell you that season was a failure. And you said you're making steps, not, you're no, taking you Mercedes. If you're learning, if you're, if, how can it be a failure if you're learning from it? Nothing can be really be a failure because you're learning from it. Oh, it's a learning curve. That's it. Okay, that's it. So the Mercedes 2022 so is a learning curve. Which Rebel didn't do in 2014. They didn't get that race win in 2014. They, so it's what are you talking about? They got like three wins in 2014. Daniel Ricciardo won at Hungary in 2014. I didn't oh, want to do what? 2014? Yeah, no, they did. Yeah, mine. Don't. This ain't gonna work. Okay. If uh, you people in the comments. People in the win. comments. Let us know if he's right. Yeah. And if, if you are, if you are happy, if you are happy with one race win, 
by all means, that's fine. So that means, that's therefore, using said, that logic... I'm not that, I that. said it's a proof. The proof of concept is there. So it shows okay. that it's working. And they're obviously going to build on that same process that will end up getting more race wins. If they win, if they don't win a um, constructors this year, they might still be able to fight for a driver's championship. Maybe, yeah, maybe it might not happen this year. But next year, it's also... It's more likely to be a possibility that they'll be in a much stronger position because they'll be following the same process. The car is making gains and it's made considerable amount of gains. It's made about three and a half seconds. Sorry, not three and a half seconds, but um, three and a half <laughs> tenths. It's three and a half seconds. <laughs> sorry, it's made about three and a half tenths within a season. That is actually unheard of in a lot of in a lot of um, you know seasons. What? You know, we said off air. We said off air. Is Martin's mic working? I mean, it's definitely working now. Martin, your mic is is definitely working, bro. I mean, um, I don't know how. I don't know how you can jazz up one race win at the end of the season into a, you know a progress and an improvement. So you tell me. Now, it's all a process. What, what's a good season? What, what? Okay. So what is what is good process? All right. What's all right? Where do you anticipate Mercedes to finish? At the end of the 2023 season, constructors, yeah, not drivers, constructors. I think, I think push for second. I think second, second. second that that's good progress. That's showing progress. If you finish third the year before, you finish second there, yeah, and you get what four, five, four, five races. I think that's progress. The Ferrari thought last season was a success, didn't they? They got four wins. Was, yeah, they got four yeah. times as many wins as Mercedes. To be fair, so yeah. Anyway. That's fine, but, but again, everyone as everyone said, they were meant to come in as what? Was they meant to come in as title contenders? Everyone was calling them title contenders, they but were. no, everyone we all saw it as a failure. But in Ferrari's eyes, they saw it as progress, and they're going to keep on building on that progress. And the same way, you will apply that same principle to Mercedes. Well, Mercedes went from first to third. Ferrari went from third to second. So we'll keep we'll keep using that, Martin. Hopefully, you know, you guys can finish second. Um, and we'll see what happens. Mahad, where do you see Mercedes ending up uh, this year? You know what? I'm going to be horrible to the streets. I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you what my answers <laughs> are right now. Oh, yeah. I, I still, I've still got one week of more of deliberation. And we'll, we've, got a pre, we've got a predictions pod coming up. Personally, I think you got stock in Mercedes this year. I think I you do. I can I'm just tell from, from, from I can tell from the way you and I can tell from the way you speak in the group chat and the fact that you're like kind of sitting on the fence you actually might have stock in this team. I haven't indicated anything. I'm just just I'm just living in the moment, you know. But I wouldn't write Mercedes off. I I, I think this year is a very very good indicator of these uh you know this sliding scale of time in the wind tunnel and CFD to see if it actually works. Because the people that do have more time in the wind tunnel on the CFD, if they don't drastically improve having that significant time over the bigger teams, then what's the point of it? Fair enough. I mean, you called it last year that um you know we got we got ground effect coming in, Adrian Newey. You don't you don't really miss, especially when it comes to these type of cars. Um and yeah, obviously the Red Bull was, was such a dominant car. Do you think there could be a little bit of improvement there for the mark? I think the the, the 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 ceiling is the limit right now because so, because the fact that Red Bull had an advantage because obviously Adrian knew knew about ground effect cars and knew about the phenomenon of, of porpoising and so on and a lot of teams didn't actually anticipate that. By the end of the season, we kind of people kind of figured that out, and this new rule as well where they're raising the floor is kind of limiting that porpoising effect because of the whole uh, concerns about health conditions as well. So that's the only really regulation change that's happening this season as well. So engineers don't really need to think about it too much as much as it was last year. Um, now teams can actually focus on going fast rather than, oh, what is this ground effect car? This, this is the next stage in terms of the development of what they need to be doing in terms of finding speed and finding time on the track because last year was kind of just an experiment. Oh, this is the first time we've had one of these cars. Let's get some understanding. Now they've got 12 solid months, 22 races worth of data to move forward with. And a lot of those teams, they kind of gave up a long time ago. Ferrari gave up, like, I don't know, France. They started working on the next car. They knew already. They, look, they yeah. was like, oh, let's work on next year. Because if you didn't get hit the ground running, like how Red Bull did, 
there was not really a chance. So this year, I think there's going to be a closing up of the pack. And um, I think Mercedes is going to be one of those people that will find more time. Last but not least, Chris, I've got a different question for you, bro. Um, George Russell, how do you see him now fitting in to that team? Um, you reckon he's going to have a little bit more influence in terms of car development? Because <laughs> I'm just looking at Martin giving us a side eye right now because <laughs> I've mentioned George Russell. Um, so, yeah, Chris, tell me how you see um, sort of George Russell fitting in into the team uh, a bit more this year. Okay, before I go in, um, as Richard kindly pointed out in the YouTube comments, there are black people in Korea, so apologies. Uh, but in 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 all seriousness, uh, in terms of George, it's going to be him stamping a bit more authority when it comes to not necessarily where the team's direction is going. That's going to always be Lewis's hands. Like we know that's hey, in Lewis's Chris, hands. Chris, we spoke about this, bro. You have to find boy with chess. Find bro, boy with I'm chess. I'm Lewis first. I already said that. Fanboy with chess. If Rosberg, okay. if if George does a Rosberg thing, I'll be the first person joining you on the slander train. So I said, fanboy with chest. No more sitting on the, no more sitting on the fence thing. Doing this no, is first. Fanboy no, with chess. There's no sitting on the fence. Because you know, you know, you know, you'll celebrate that. You know, if he wins the championship, you'll celebrate that so hard. <laughs> so fanboy with chess. Of okay. course, because the blood of my enemies is is is, is a fantastic feeling. Because I'll be proven right. But you have to remember, you have to remember the George thing started. It started because these men were doing Max V Leclerc, yeah, and I brought up George's name, and I got cooked out of the park. So obviously, this is you can't be in them conversations, though, Chris. You're not in bro, them conversations. Bro, if I saw the vision before everyone, yeah, that's that's on me in it. But 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 Mick we're going Clive, off yeah. track. Mick Clive, oh, so so George can chat to Charles and Max. He's definitely chatting to Jeffrey trying to to Charles. Max, we got we got if Max is a case of you have to win a championship now. When someone has two championships, you gotta win one before you before you, you really start talking. But but in all seriousness, about George's season this season, it's about him stamping his authority, not necessarily in the way the team moves, but in like so last season he did it a little bit with terms of strategy and stuff like that. He needs to do that more and be stronger. Because, like, say in Mexico where he dilly-dallied and let the team make the choice, he needs to make it his choice. He needs to just basically go say, look, show them again that I'm that guy and that you don't need to look anywhere else in case Lewis, whenever Lewis decides to say enough's enough. He needs to just basically just kind of hang in and there and show enough progress again. You know what I want for him? I want him to stop snaking his teammate. That's what I want him to stop doing. He didn't snake him. Are, are, are you he talking about Zanvolt, yeah? No. Zanvolt was mad. Zanvolt was mad. No, 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 no. no. Zanvolt, there was enough time to pick Lewis Hamilton and keep him in, in the lead. But, Don't you know, snake your teammate. The man didn't do that. <laughs> That's on Mercedes. At least, at least now you're fanboying with chess now. No, no, you're no, protecting no, no, your no, face. No. You're fanboying no, no, with chess now. If I want to fanboy with chess, I'll say something else. I'll say something else. You know, you know that's snaking. You know that's snake because if Rosberg okay. did that, you knew how you know you won't you won't react the same way. Okay, I'll say I'll say one thing. I'll say one thing. Yeah, none of that. The pit stop doesn't even matter. Do you know why? Why? Because Lewis was on the wrong engine setting when the race restarted, so Max overtook him anyway. So even if they didn't pick George, what happens then? That's that's what, what happens then. You know where you at. You know where you mentally are at. Mark, so it's been revealed. Yeah. It's not been revealed. Yeah. It's basically what happens then. It's not snake. The light, look, you're in a white background. The light has shone on you. It's been revealed. <laughs> this, this is Mercedes. It's Mercedes. It's James Vowles. I promise you, if you had that, if you had that Hannah Schmitz woman, yeah, she would have pitted Lewis Hamilton and told George, you're staying out. Be quiet. Keep it pushing. Because they but had George a called it himself to out and come out first. Why didn't it pit after well, a safety? The fact of the matter is they were soft tires. Look, right. right. They were going to keep them both out. George forced himself That's in. That's stupid. Yeah, but it doesn't yeah, matter. Did. You win together, lose together. But he decided that he wanted to do something by himself to get a better position for himself. And I, listen, you're a race car driver. You have to do that. But if you care about the good of the team and you care about your teammate and you want to be that guy that says, I'm going to support Lewis, it's not the move you make. 
You're a snake. Nah, you, no, you have to. Because you're you saying that, that uh, I'm you not do, coming in to do this. I'm not coming in to do, do that. Do you know why you do that move? You show the inadequacies of the rest of the team because that's that's up to your strategies going quite wrong. No, because need... you bring that up at the end in the team meeting. Like, no, no, guys, no. I think we could have done this. I think we could have done this better. You know when it's safe that size does the Ferrari. You know when they do dumb stuff with Leclerc, yeah, and then size gets the right strategy and then ends up ahead of Leclerc. They sit there and go, "How did Ferrari get this so wrong?" That's what we need to be asking of Mercedes. Why did you get this one so wrong? The fact that we don't ask that question of Mercedes is one of the biggest failings of us as people. I don't think I think people don't ask worry. The question of Mercedes. Don't worry, a lot. we'll be asking them questions, Chris. We'll be I'll be asking them questions. Don't worry about that. I'll be keeping a firm eye, and actually two eyes on Mercedes this year. One team that I do want to talk about though, guys, is Ferrari. So they got off to a really good start last year, two out of three. There's still a team that's very close to my heart, but unfortunately, they didn't, you know, carry carry on that progress at the start. And they just had a difficult year. You know, they had drivers making errors. They had reliability issues. They had strategic blunders, complete blunders. Um, and it all sort of culminated in Benotto leaving his post and Vasseur's come in. Mahad, let me come to you. Is, is there a lot to do? With the, with the new SF23 this year to really cement itself as a genuine title challenger? I think they had a good car fresh out the jump, like you just said. Um, they were title challenging. They obviously they didn't win a race since, all the way, what, June? July? So July. Like, July 10th. Yeah, why, why do you know the exact date? Because it was a day after my engagement, but yeah, I, I remember it. I remember the date. I remember the date. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think the the kind of they've had that solid platform. They kind of know how to make a fast car in these regulations. There were certain points where um, they were really, you know, dominant. You could see like Australia, like they really had Red Bull on the back foot, and it was really certain situations where it wasn't operationally good rather than the car not being good. And then when the car was, uh, when they were operationally okay, the car would blow up. So I think having that extra wind tunnel time, working um, from France to actually fix that and Bonotto trying to deal with that reliability. Um, I don't think they've got much to do in terms of the car itself, rather in terms of raw speed. I think they need to deal with the reliability issue. If they can deal with the reliability issue, they can move forward quite quickly because I'm not going to lie to you. We're in a kind of sport, yeah? If you've got a rocket ship, no one's catching you. It don't matter if you're not operationally good because if you're so fast, it don't matter if you've got clowns on the pit wall because you're bloody 30 seconds up the road. So they should really focus on making that car like kind of bulletproof to and to bulletproof to any kind of errors they can make. Obviously, they've got Fasur in now. Fasur's actually a team principal. He's not like Bonotto. Mm -hmm. Bonotto was just like a, a technical leader that was in a team principal role. He didn't really know how to manage pit crews and strategy and so on. Is um, is uh, Vasur good at that? I don't particularly think so, but I think he would be better than that than Bonotto. So uh, if they can come out of the blocks with a rocket ship, and they're just semi-okay on strategy and um, and uh, pit stops and so on. I think they'll so, do okay. Mahad, can I just ask you a question? Are you sure about that? Because we saw Alpha last okay. year. Huh? Alpha, Alpha, I've just said, uh, who's better, no, but not all of us, that's the, that's the question to you right now. Is he Who's better at dealing with uh, the team principal role? It's got to be the sir. It has to be the sir. Mm. As a Are principle, you sure? yeah, yeah. Do you see the amount of stuff that was happening to Jaron Bottas last year? That's because of Ferrari engine. I don't. It wasn't. Just I don't that. think it's as apparent as, let's say, an Alpha Tauri kind of. They would do some dumb things with strategy as well. I think Alpha had just Alpha terrible Tauri with strategy. Much worse on strategy. What I think Alpha Tauri so, and uh, Hass will do much worse on strategy. I'll tell you that right now. Exactly, and who was team principal? I'm saying the other teams. I'm saying you have to understand, like you're comparing what Bonotto was doing, which is bloody liable. Like this will get you sacked, and it did get him sacked, kind of stuff. Compared to Vasseur, 
you, there's levels to these type of mistakes. Do you understand mm. what I'm saying? Same same mistakes, bro. I remember Alpha Romeo literally not having air in one of the tires, bro. Yeah, they didn't have air in the tire. Bro. It's like it's like Ferrari Ferrari senior Ferrari junior. The guys that work on the pit crew in Alpha Romeo get promoted to Ferrari. No, no. The thing is, you have to be f- f- fair about Ferrari. See Ferrari pit stops, yeah? They were banging until they're not. So they have very good pit stops. But when it goes wrong, it's very scary because it's very chaotic energy. Yeah, it's either so, two seconds or, or seven. Yeah, they were third best on average. They have all the teams, they were third best, but they just had chaotic ones, which were just like, especially with, you know when like other teams have slow pit stops? It doesn't seem that's chaotic, whereas Ferrari, arms are everywhere. People are like, what's, what's going on? What's going on? Whereas other teams, they seem to like be a bit more calmer. So, you know what? I'll tell you this now. Yeah. Because they have the wind tunnel time, they have the CFD time. If they were doing what they were doing, what they were doing in 2021 in terms of building a good car for 2022, and they're building on that, they'll move forward. They have to move forward. There's no way they don't move forward. They had they did something that a lot of teams didn't do last year. They had a fast car. So 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 what are you expecting then to see, Matt? Are you expecting to see better strategy? Are you expecting to see a more reliable car? Are you expecting I, to see I, a fast? I, I expect to see a faster car. I don't expect to okay. see better reliability. Uh, I, I expect to see better reliability in a faster car. The other two, in terms of pit stops and strategy. That's up in That's going to always be there. I, that's that's in that's the DNA. Be yeah? there, but I reckon they still get race wins. They get plural okay, race so, wins. Okay, so they've come out with their standard yearly statement to say, oh, yeah, we've been working on our engine. It's given us an extra 30 brake horsepower. You know, that's going to result in 0.1 of a second quicker over a lap. Is that complete bullshit, Chris? Um, there's a, been another statement saying that the estimated horsepower increase was fabricated so no one actually knows all we know okay. is that all we know is that they've worked on the engine and they've made it more reliable they don't know the actual horsepower increase it's been rumored to be 30 k um 30 brake horsepower but no one really knows and on the other aspects of the car i know that they worked a lot on tire wear through the rear suspension and bodywork so if you look at the horse at the back it looks very different so the ferrari will look quite different at the back as well and um, yeah, so basically they've, what they've done is a lot of work on a car and then Fred's for source basically said, I'm going to come in, take a look at how you guys are working at things and then I will see what makes sense and what doesn't make sense, which is essentially the same approach Bonotto had the year before. Mm-hmm. So it's... Einstein it's, said the same... The, um, insanity is doing the same thing twice and expecting a different result. <laughs> So do you expect the same result then, Martin? It's Ferrari. That's my answer. Okay. What I expect is that the car to be faster, and then then it's then then it's then it's in God's hands, isn't it? Like so. So let's be honest. Over one lap, they were quick. Yeah, they got you know Leclerc. The pole position record speaks for itself. It's just translating that into race wins. And I think, but not said one thing last year that was like when you. When you're not really the fastest car in race pace, then it immediately puts you at a disadvantage. And I think mentally they knew going into a lot of the races, especially from midway to the end of the season, they just think mentally they just knew that Red Bull were a better race, you know, just just had a better race car. And I think one of the key areas that you already touched on, Chris, that they have to work on is the tyre wear. Like, you know, they just couldn't keep the tyres in a working window. They just kept cooking them. Especially when um, Leclerc was under pressure from Max, um, and I think that's that's again another area that they're going to have to look to improve. What Bernardo also said last year at the start, which was quite key, was that um, Red Bull came with a car that was okay on all fronts, but they knew what they had to do to get quicker, and that was literally just get lighter. They came with a heavy car last year, and they just had to get lighter. Whereas with Ferrari, they knew that they had to contend with the porpoising, which they had to address. They knew that the engine was could be unreliable, which is why at the start of the season, I don't think they were running at the maximum horsepower. And I think those two things for Ferrari meant that as the development went on, they had to kind of address those two things about reliability and the porpoising. Whereas all Red Bull knew that they had to do was just, you know, 
trim it down a bit. Um, so, yeah, look, for me, it'll, it'll be keen to see what happens with Ferrari this year. I still personally think they'll be the only team to challenge Red Bull. Um, I, I, I will say one thing about Ferrari, which is what we've not taken into consideration, is no one knows what they're doing with the technical side is in what changes they have to make because they don't have a technical director because Bonotto kind of got rid of that position when he got promoted to team principal and built the technical team around him. They gave three different people like a semi-promotion and they all reported to Bonotto. I don't think Fred Fazor is going to keep that up because obviously we don't know how much of a technical guy Fred Fazor is. So we have no idea where these men are going in terms of technical direction. Like there's rumours of Simone Resta coming back from Haas but there's nothing concrete and we don't know how they're going to move with upgrades this season. So there's that. So, so when you mentioned technical director, so there's, so in your view, there could be a gap there that needs to be filled. Like how do you think that can affect them? So if there's no technical director there, how, how do you reckon that can affect them on track? Basically it's a case of there's no one who's really leading the ship in terms of if they start the season really well, but there's something that the others are much better than them. At we we as free Ferrari, we wouldn't know where to go and what to do. So last year they knew the tires weren't tire wasn't good. So Bonotto led the team in that and went and they found what their problem was. They couldn't fix it because of the um, budget cap, but they knew what the problem was. I don't know if there's someone who's going to take con- take charge of that whole situation for in terms of upgrades and what they're doing with these kind of things. Because there's no one there's that the main guy. There's like three different people who will report to the team principal, but we don't that's, know what Fred's on in that regard. That's, that's a good point, then. So we're trying to say that if Ferrari do find it, sorry. So Fred's an engineer, so he might keep it. Is he it? might. Yeah. It's, I think it's a good point though that you're making, Chris. Because if Ferrari are do find out that they have some sort of weakness or they find an area of the car that they want to develop or improve, they may not be in a position to do that, which literally could put them back in the same position as as last year. Uh, Martin, you got any final thoughts on Ferrari before we move to Red Bull, uh, which I'm sure you don't want to speak too much on? No, it's Ferrari. No? It's Ferrari. Sometimes good, sometimes shit. One last thing of Ferrari is that um, this <clears> season, Carlos, the lights are on you. Like, you can't have a season of you like making mistakes, having a sloppy start to the season. It's a uh, you have to show that not that you're the guy, but like you know, this is your last chance. Like, there's no there's nowhere else for you after this. So you kind of need to show you have to show something. You have to you have to make people take 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 notice of you. Like last year, your start was spooky. So go for it, Mad. Yeah, I think um, yeah, Chris touched on it a little bit with the kind of technical direction they're going on and who's going to be the leader there. Because one key advantage that they would have over Red Bull is that they can upgrade throughout the season and they'll have more time to do that. Uh, in terms of uh, winter on time and so on. And Red Bull are renowned for getting better over the season and using those upgrades and like non-stop bringing upgrades. So Ferrari have to be good at that to take the fight to them. So uh, if they don't have that technical leadership or they don't get these upgrades right, we've seen it in the past where they've brought upgrades and makes the car worse. Uh, 2017, I, I remember. So it cannot be that type of situation Every single upgrade has to bang. Because it could be a situation where Red Bull's really good car at the beginning and Ferraris are up and about there, but Ferrari can quickly gain an advantage and get, go past them if they're really good with these upgrades because Red Bull will be hampered. It's not a situation about the budget cap anymore where they can just simply say, oh, yeah, we just bought better sandwiches and that. It's not that anymore. It's literally they don't have the time in the wind tunnel or CFD to actually put those upgrades through. Yeah, good point. I think... Even if we, you know, we do come back to last year and Ferrari did get those wins at the start of the year. Like if they had a race win at Saudi, if they had a race win at Monaco, uh, not Monaco, at um, Imola, a race win at Miami, a race win at Monaco. It could have just made this season a little bit more interesting, but they just didn't have that bit between their teeth. Leclerc, 
you know, for whatever reason, couldn't get those race wins, which which meant that, you know, when Red Bull are not the strongest team on the grid and they're still getting wins, it's just going to be a problem because over the season they're going to develop, they're going to get quicker. And, and as you said, Mahad, that's, that's exactly what they do. Um, anyway, enough about Ferrari. Um, let's talk about Red Bull, my new team. Over the season, over the off-season, they announced uh, a partnership with uh, Ford. Um, in, in what's in what's going to be a new era come 2026. Um, but if we were to look back on, on 2022, what, what dominant season it was for them. They just literally crushed the opposition, especially when it came to races. Um, I think Max ended up with like 15 wins. And yeah, I suppose in the middle of that, they got hit with a fine. They got hit with, with a breach when it came to the cost cap which has um, compromised their wind tunnel time. I think it's reduced it by, by 10%, which means that the ability for them to sort of develop throughout the season, um, you know, is is not going to be there. So do you think do you think that's going to affect them, Mahad? I would think so. I think it wouldn't affect them at the beginning because obviously they built that car before even the ruling came out. They've kind of designed what their 2023 car is going to be and the kind of base on what they're... Obviously, they've got the base, which is a very, very good base, which is the 2022 car. And they're going to build on that. Um, and they've already started on that. But I think it's really going to hamper them when it comes to time for upgrades throughout the season. Will they be still bringing upgrades to Spa and later on down the season if they've got this cap, if they've got this limit on what they can do? Um, originally, obviously, if you win constructors, you've got the lowest time anyway. And then mm -hmm. on top of that, you've got even more of a limitation. So it really just depends on if these rules actually work. Um, they've got an advantage, obviously, because they have the, they have the, the fastest car from last year. Um, they have one of the best drivers on the grid. Um, just in his absolute prime. So that's another advantage there as well. Um, will, it, will they start off hot? I think they'll start off hot. I think they'll probably win 3-4 on the bounce. Um, in terms of uh, later on down the season, we'll see what happens in terms of will these rules finish them or will it be okay? Because we've seen Red Bull really be dependent and they're quite relentless with it as well. Just like upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. If there's someone breathing down their neck, if there's a Mercedes Ferrari there and they've got an advantage over them, it's a problem. Do you think that now... So when Mercedes dominated in 2014, they went on and they literally dominated the sport for like the next four or five years. Can you kind of see that trend forming at Red Bull or do you think that's not going to happen this year? I think I think this year is going to be different. I think this year is going to be... Um, because these rules are in place where you, I feel like in, in the past when... We've seen air, uh, places be dominated, absolutely dominated eras by one single mm -hmm. team. It's because there was no limitation on what they could throw money at. If you're just if you're just focusing on how to go faster and faster and faster, and you've got unlimited funds to just throw money at that, we've seen it with like Ferrari, we've seen it with Mercedes. Like if you hit it on, you can dominate for a long period of time until these said rules change. I don't think it's like that in this period. Mm -hmm. Like later on, in a couple of years, maybe like 2024, 2025, 2026, we'll start to see the teams that have had that advantage and have money close that gap or even exceed. Mm -hmm. And those, the, the limitations that they've had previously, uh, the limited, the non limitations that they had previously, which made them kind of like spend their way out of issues, you can't do that anymore. Mercedes can't spend their way out of problems. Red Bull can't spend mm -hmm. their way out of problems. It's really about okay, who takes advantage and who's more agile as a team to take the most, get the most out of the situations. And I think we're not going to see periods of domination of oh, Red Bull's going to win like five on a trot, six on a trot, or Mercedes win five on a trot, six on a trot. I don't think I don't. That's the whole purpose of these rules. Maybe I got too much faith in the rules, but the whole purpose of it is not to allow domination and for it to be closer racing and then for it to be a switch up. F1 in their eyes, they would love a different team to win every year. But I think the ironic thing is too, that you know they ended up winning 15. 15. It was 15 races they ended up winning. Maximum 15, I don't know. They ended up dominating last year. Um, 
Martin, got a question for you. So you reckon from the moment that the cost cap sort of allegations came in, they, you know, knew he got his notebook out and started trying to figure out a plan for 2023? Probably. I mean, the guy already probably built a car in his head already, so... <laughs> Yeah. That's the thing is you can't you can't stop this guy from scribbling down notes about the car because exactly. he, you know he's he's literally a textbook guy you know he, he works with pencil and paper yeah um, he's old school like that um, and you know his methods haven't failed him yet so uh, I don't know what much you can say about Red Bull to be honest I mean they're gonna have a fast car they're probably going to dominate at some point this season. Hopefully not at the beginning. Maybe at least mm-hmm. make it make it look like it's a challenge for them. But um yeah. I just think Red Bull just need to watch out for the Red Bull's problem this year is going to be PR and that's it. They can't take any more PR hits as a company. Like mm-hmm. they had what like three or four last year. They had how many in 2021? They can't keep on continuing. Um, so hopefully, I think the only improvements Rebel need to make is keeping Christian Horner off Sky Sports. And <laughs> that's it. Um, 40%, had, you know. Out of all the yeah. team principals, he had 40%. But he was lovely. He wants to talk to them, innit? No, bruv. He loves it. He, he, Listen, he loves bro, it. If if YouTube didn't demonetize, wouldn't demonetize the time. Would it just said something else, bro. To be honest with you, I I wouldn't. I... <laughs> All right, um, Mahad, I want to come back to you. So we spoke about the reserve driver at Mercedes. It's only right to speak about the new reserve driver at Red Bull. He's Danny not a Rick. reserve driver. But that's Liam Lawson, but he's the, Liam oh, Lawson's sure. the reserve driver. Sorry, sorry, my bad. Ricardo's the, uh, the Ricardo's show driver. The show driver. Sorry. How <laughs> do you think? How do you think he is? As you reckon, what do you reckon he's going to do? Do you reckon he's going to be like looking at Perez and thinking, "I'm going to take that off you come 2024"? I think a lot of the impending threats for Red Bull are internal, in terms of. That situation between Perez and uh, Max is, don't think it's not a good don't people think it's rosy. It's not rosy there. It's not rosy at all. It's it might blow up into a thing. And Perez has been talking this, spicy as well recently. Perez talking like a few things. Gonna, yeah. He's like, know, oh, they need to make the car a bit more for me now. Perez is um, talking like he's gonna do something. But you have to understand, yeah. Perez is Perez, yeah. And I think this is the case for all Formula One drivers. There was a p- point in time, even if it's for one single race, yeah, he outpaced Max. So if he feels like he's outpaced Max, he thinks in his head that he's better than Max. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Even if it's for one race or one weekend, in his head, he's camped. They're gonna be like saying, "Yeah, yeah, this is you can take over this team. You can win a championship or something." Right? What race? What race was that last year? What is it? Are you talking about Monaco, Baku? What race was it? Monaco, Monaco, you were dunking on Max's head. You were dunking on Max's head. There's a question mark on that one still. There's an asterisk on that one still. Asterisk because of the situation. Because he binned it on purpose. So it's one of the ones, it's a bit spooky. It's not that spooky. But, 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 Chris, you can say that, but that doesn't take away the fact that Perez actually thinks that. I think I think Perez actually. I think, I think he could Pe- quick. He could be. No, he, he has to. I so, think Perez so has every right. right to think that. Yeah, but you have you to have if to. you're the top seat and you yeah. have an opportunity to win. But no, driver, also you remember Perez was the quicker driver after the first five dri- five like first five races or something like that. He was. No. He was no. because but, then, but he was he was getting the best out of the car. Him. He was with him. It's not like he was like light years behind him. Yeah, but okay, the gap wasn't scary. But he was never faster. I'll uh, take it. We're going. We're going off the point. Yeah. Here. What I'm trying to say is, what I'm trying to say is, Perez has got a situation where it can get very toxic very quickly. Let's say he starts disobeying team orders. If it, let's say it starts getting a bit spicy in the media. If it gets a bit Weber and Vettelish, Red Bull won't play the game. Red Bull will just get rid of Perez. 
Simple as. Yo, Ricardo, come in. Because Ricardo will play the PR game. He's just happy to be here. He's just like, oh, I've got a seat. He don't care. He's He already knows right now that he's washed. He got washed up by Lando. I don't think he'll do If he's it. in a situation where they say, you just sit in the seat, it's fine. If he has shame, he shouldn't do that, bro. He will. Do you think this guy has shame? He goes to racetracks on a horse. What are you talking about? Shame? The guy. Oh, man, he, went, he went to a racetrack with a horse and finished second to last. Be serious. Bro, he took 15 million a year out of your team, man. And now he's doing uh, PR campaigns around the, doing doing all these deals with Ford and that. He's basically <laughs> just uh, he's just a PR man. He's a, he's a, he's a uh, TV show host. Uh, I've heard I've heard that in Australia, that's when he's going to make his mind up if he's going to think about coming back for real or just packing his bags and just being I'm done with Formula One. So we'll get the answer on Danny Rick in Australia. To be to be to be fair. He'll be back. Pack your bags up and leave. Gone. Okay, do you know what? I think, yeah, Red Bull, they've got that kind of deal. You're, you're right, Mark. To the left, to the left. They've got the butts to the left. They've got the And I'm not allowed to sing, sing Pink Panthers. Okay, yeah. I see how it is. Lord have mercy. Um, yeah, so... I've lost track now, man. You guys, we're, talk, we're, we're, we're talking about Red Bull, yeah. Like, look, after everything that happened at the end of 2021, and then you look at 2022, they like genuinely had a fast car, and it seemed as though they were winning on merit. They had all the wins, they were cruising, they had the bit between their teeth. And then this came out about breaching the cost cap. And then you start to remember everything that happened in Abu Dhabi and some of the stuff that was said, they weren't seen good in the media, they weren't seen as a team that everyone likes. So I do agree with you guys in the sense that they have to do a lot of PR this year to look as though they're like a well-established team and can be seen as yeah, genuinely a fast car because people now will just turn around and say, you know what, you're fast, but you spent too much money. It doesn't really car. matter if people like their team or not, but there's another kind of thing that is like lurking in the background. Obviously, they've got this deal with Ford now. Um, we've got this badging exercise for 2026. It's going to be Red Bull power drains. They're actually going to make their own engine. So prior to any kind of like uh, previous talk with like deals with Honda and so on, I think they couldn't make the whole half an engine being built in Japan, half an engine being built in Milton Keynes to work. So now I think one of a distraction for them is that they have to work on that, building their own engine. Will they be distracted? I'm hearing Adrian New only works 50% of the time on the F1 team. He's building his Valkyrie car. So he's not going to be about as much. He's working 50% of the time on the F1 team. Will these distractions between drivers, uh, working on the Red Bull powertrains, Nui not being around as much, is that going to kind of, and the the, 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 the penalties they got from last year, is that all going to combine them, slowing them down a bit? I think it's a big year for Horner, but personally, I don't think Horner lets that happen. I think if anything happens between Max and Checo, He'll be straight in to sort it out. When it comes to Ford, I reckon they're just going to be working on that electrical component because Ford are, you know, really good when it comes to electrical energy. Just look at their electric cars. I think when it comes to Newey, he's known for time. He's known for time that Newey isn't going to be there forever. And Newey has been working on these, what is it, like the the touring car or something? The, the Valkyries, the Valkyries. So yeah. It's going to be a road car. I don't know yeah. who wants to buy a Red road Bull car road thing. car. I don't know. Yeah. No, but they're going to design it. And in the end of the day, I can turn around to you guys in four years' time and say Horner has masterminded a new engine. And he's literally done every single thing in F1. And uh, uh, Let's address the elephant in the room, yeah? First of all, what team are you supporting now? You support Red what, Bull, what, right? This year. This yeah. year. This year, I might I might support Red Bull. No, no, you said no. Let's not. No, no, I'm joking. Because you're saying you're saying your Ferrari and Red Bull. Which one is it? Can I not be both? No. No, no, no. He's Red Bull, but if Charles wins it's races, he's going to black pick. He's, no, he's a bit like me. It's not, it's not that. It's not that. I need you to pick one now. This is the start of the season. Pick one now. No, no. I, I, I can't pick one right now because, listen, if I there's something known as the Anik curse. Okay. If I go and pick a team that I want to win, they will not win. The, the curse is real, bro. So the Red curse Bull is then. real. So Red Bull then. I might just support Mercedes, you know that. 
I might just think, you know, if you don't want, if you don't like, I've got some merch. You support Mercedes, right? You get me? If you don't want them to, if you're smart, I know what you're trying to do. He's trying to say, I'm going to support Red Bull, guys, because he doesn't like Max Verstappen. So he supports <laughs> Red Bull and Max Verstappen, and they fail. That's Anik Curse working. And then he, and he's won in that scenario. Fuck. You're trying to play 3D chess, but it's not you can't working. can't play 3D chess. My head's scrambled right now. Look, I, I'm going to go for Red Bull. Fuck it. Horner is the only guy that can stop the Anik curse. Horner is Condol- the only condolences, guy. condolences to all Red Bull fans watching and listening. Your team I, is listen, taking it hell now. I'm going for. You I'm know the only person that can beat your uh, Anik curse, Messi. Mikel Arteta. <laughs> Messi. Not Mikel Arteta. No, no, no. I had to. I had to spend how many much? How much money on Tyfe that day when Anik said he's supporting Arsenal? I went to church <laughs> for money in the Tyfe. I said, God, please. Now, now, what? One point is six. Bro, what's happened since then? No, <laughs> I was never one again. But then we stopped playing on Sundays. So like it only worked on Sundays. Like, it only works on, on, on Sundays. Every other day of the week, it didn't work no more. It is what it is. Right. Saka's not reading his Bible. But um anyway, my had for, for clarity, it's Red Bull. And my drivers are Max and Leclerc. Lewis didn't make the cut, me. unfortunately. What kind of nonsense is this, Max and Leclerc? Yeah, yeah Max and Leclerc. Oh yeah, can I can I get can I get one more clarification before, no, before, <laughs> before before we leave? Yeah, can I get one clarification? Uh, is Leclerc better than uh, Lewis Hamilton? I'm not going to answer that question. I'm not. I can't answer that question yet. I'm not answering it on the pod either. And uh, me on the spot. you you would say Max Verstappen's better than Hamilton. Now you probably already think yeah. that. But, yeah, 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 yeah Max better. Than but it wasn't you berating me on this podcast for for a very long time for me even saying Max is on levels? And you, you know what? Why has Max only got this amount of no. wins? Do, 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 do. Look how much wins he's got since then? You were the biggest no, no, Max you, hater ever. No, no. You know what it is, Mahad. You know it. You know it. It takes someone to to appreciate where they went wrong. And I'll put my hand up. And I'm I'm very honourable. I'll say I was wrong. Okay, I got it wrong with Max. He's a very talented driver. He's he's probably the best driver on the grid right now. So I put my hands up and say I was wrong. What more do you want me to say? Yeah, no, I just we needed that on wax. That's all. You know what? That's fair enough. Because you see me, I'm still waiting to hate on Max. I'm I'm in the shadows, just waiting. Just just give me another driver to dunk on Max. Yeah, that's not Lewis Hamilton. I'm cooking it. I don't so think I'm another quick. driver can. Listen, I, I, I look real talk. Wait, I actually George, don't think there's I another driver. Can. Wait, George. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's no one else. Stupid. Yeah, I gave up on Charles. Yeah, see France. That was the last draw. That's the Anik curse in full effect. The Anik curse was in full effect last year. Um, all right, guys, let's let's do a quick round the table. Um, can, can we do predictions, my head? We can do predictions. Uh, you guys can do it. I'm not doing my one yet. So You're not going to do predictions. Skip me. Okay. Skip me. You guys do. Sitting on the fence, yeah, just like me when it comes to Charles and Lewis. I'm gonna sit on the fence, you can sit on the fence. Chris, what's the order? Um I'm just gonna I'm gonna say Merck first, Ferrari second, Red Bull third. What? But I will say this Max Verstappen is gonna finish top three in the championship. I'm just wait I'm waiting on to see. I mean, at the end of the week, then I give my full predictions of a proper hot take. We have that podcast coming where what I said makes sense. But Max is finishing top three in the championships, but Red Bull finishing third in the constructors. Wow, Martin. Um, Ferrari finishing outside top four, uh, top three. Sorry, wow. that's all that matters. That's okay. all that's gonna happen. Okay, what about Red Bull? Probably win it. Was any second then? Um, I suppose so. They fall into this guy's checked out, man. I'm sorry to this. This guy is not providing content right now. He's no, I'm sorry. You're not talking too much. You're not talking too much about. That's just that. And yeah, that's that's a Martin, you got to focus on what's going on at home. That's what you got to focus on. You got to look at Mercedes and see. Tell them to step it up. Tell them to fight with us. As long as You're the biggest guy, hater of Mercedes. I am. Yeah. No, I am. As long as my guy gets his race wins, we're good. I'm good. 
Fair enough. All right. I couldn't care less about that team where they finished. Anik, give us your predictions. Don't try to skip it. (laughs) Uh, It's simple as um, Red Bull 1, Ferrari 2, Mercedes, Mercedes 3. But as I said, as I said, after listening to last week's pod, that I think I think McLaren could do something. If there's gonna be a team that's gonna get ahead of Mercedes, it'll be McLaren. You're setting us up, man. Don't even say that ever again. And it cursing full effect. Please don't do that, man. No, you never know. All right, guys. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the pod. Um, remember to like, comment, subscribe. Again, follow us on Twitter at pitstopfracker as well as Instagram at pitstopfracker. Until next time, peace. Podcast Network.